All right, welcome into the Money Call podcast. I'm Samuel Bigelow here with Gabby Mozipo. It's January 23rd, and it's a Tuesday, and we are back for uh, Conference Championship Week. Um, excited to be back talking about another week of football. Uh, Gabby, thanks for joining me. Yeah, Sam, thanks for um, talking football with me again. It was a great week of football, honestly. Ravens won. My Colts obviously not in it, so I had to have vested interest in other teams. We didn't get to see the Bucks put that upset that I thought was going to come up. But we all know what happened to the Bills. We don't need to talk about it too much right now in the intro. But Josh Allen not able to do it again. What what a time. Yeah, no. I mean, and if you really kind of think about it, the, the Ravens, in a way, are the Colts. You know, Baltimore Colts and all that. Uh, so another connection there. You a good excuse to root for the Ravens this year. Uh, but yeah, anyways, yeah, Josh Allen couldn't get it done again. Josh Allen, I thought he played great. Uh, but you know, we won't get too much into that because we are going to uh do the run of show the same as we did last week. We're gonna talk, um, kind of do a, a brief recap of the divisional round games, um, brief thoughts on those, including the Chiefs and Bills games, where we'll we'll talk about our thoughts on Josh Allen. Uh and then, of course, we'll get into picking the conference championship games against the spread. And we'll talk over under as well, just for fun. And then we'll talk if we have a favorite a favorite bet this week. Um, not a lot of games to pick from, obviously. Not a lot of uh, situations, but we still got two. So we're going to take advantage of it. So, yeah, without further ado, let's jump right in. Uh, oh, actually, with further ado, got to do do one thing here, a little housekeeping. Gabby absolutely rolling these playoffs, hitting at 60%. In picks against the spread, uh, I am doing much, 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 much worse. Um, I'm two and eight, so uh, yeah, Gabby, Gabby's killing it this week. Um, so you might fade me, might might go for Gabby. Gabby was three and one last week. I was one and three, uh, but yeah, got to give uh, flowers where it's due. Gabby's crushing me right now. So planning to make a comeback this week and go two and zero. So we'll see. But uh, tip my hat to you, Gabby. Thanks, Sam. It's just it's a lot of hard work. I mean, we weren't able to get in the regular season, but we were grinding the tape, and you know we we knew when the money was hot. So hope we took time in the playoffs, and it's time to roll. Yeah, yeah. We'll uh, we'll hope that luck luck uh, luck runs out uh, here soon. <laughs> Not too bad though. Like I always say, I hope you go one and one, and I go two and zero. Oh. You go fifty percent, and I go hundred percent. So, yeah. Anyways. Uh, yeah, now let's get into it. Divisional round, brief recap. Gabby, we had the Texans coming into Baltimore, a game that people thought were gonna be was gonna be kept close by C.J. Stroud, who we can all agree is an absolute baller, but it was not kept close. It was ten to thirty four in favor of the Ravens. In this one, what stands out to me is just, I mean, halftime to end of game. Uh, the domination by the Ravens, as you probably know if you're listening, it was 10-10 at halftime. And then Lamar just goes off. I think it was three or four straight drives, touchdown. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, no no points given up to the Texans. Um, Lamar, I mean, on this podcast, we knew Lamar Jackson was the man. That's not news to this pod. But he proved to everyone beyond a shadow of a doubt that he is in the absolute top tier of tiers uh, as far as quarterbacks and leaders in the NFL right now. Um, 
And yeah, I hope he continues to play like this and cement his uh, legacy with the Super Bowl because he's balling. And yeah, he just looks like the best player in the NFL right now, which is why he deserves to be the MVP. Um, and the team just looks incredible, obviously. No points given up in the second half to the Texans against C.J. Stroud, who's been tearing everybody up. That's a, definitely a testament to how good the Ravens' defense is. So, yeah, that's my thoughts on that game. Gabby, what do you think? Yeah, the Ravens, they were, like you said, they came up pretty slow to begin with, but coming into halftime, after halftime, they were able to just continuously roll. I think Lamar did a really good job of settling in. Um, he was frustrated there in the first half a little bit, but when the passing isn't working to the fullest extent, I think what makes him special is that he's able to run the ball and keep the chains moving. And what really has him progressed over this year and what I think made him a true MVP and if not the best quarterback, the second best quarterback in the NFL, if not the best, he can play like the best, um, is his ability to stay um to be mobile inside the pocket and look down the field. So I think more of those explosive plays are coming. So I like what the Ravens are doing. I think it's going to be a matchup here for the Chiefs. Yeah, I completely agree uh, with everything you're saying. Uh, Next game, we got the Packers coming into San Francisco. Green Bay loses in a close one to the 49ers here. uh, 21-24. Gabby, what do you what are your thoughts on this one? 49ers should have lost this game. I'd be I'm interested to see if Debo's able to play. Because but Brock Purdy was able to um get through that final drive pretty well. I mean, he played pretty badly through the first three quarters, but when it mattered most, he buckled down and made some big boy throws. So the Niners are an interesting team. They're not as dominant as people think, but I think the Lions, uh, I think that's going to be um, an interesting matchup. Uh, personally, I think two things really stand out to me the most, and I would say, number one, Debo Samuel. I think he makes a really big de- a difference for this 49ers offense, and I and I think kind of saw that against the Packers this past weekend. Just not as effective without without him as they have been all season. He's kind of their X factor, um, and so I think I hope that the 49ers will be able to scheme something up too. Uh, they, I mean, they obviously have tons of talent, so they should be able to uh, scheme something up even if he doesn't play. But that is definitely an area to watch, something to consider if he doesn't go. Um, and then the other thing, just rust. I think we kind of saw this in the Ravens game as well. I mean, of course, having they completely picked it up at halftime, started out slow for sure. Um, and, and I think that was kind of similar here with the 49ers. Um, 49ers, though, they definitely clearly the more talented team. I think they're obviously chocked full of talent. They just didn't play their best this game. Brock Purdy had some weird issues. Uh, people talking about him having small hands and and like not being able to hold the ball in the in the in the the rainy conditions. Um, just as an FYI, he has the same hand size as Patrick Mahomes. So I'm not in here for not here for any of that. Uh, just a sneak peek of moving forward, but um, yeah. So it, I I think that it was just a little rusty. They weren't playing right. I think maybe Brock Purdy got some bad advice from a coach trying out something with a glove that maybe he wasn't used to, or maybe vice versa or whatever. But I expect that to be a one-off. Uh, I think he'll be able to bounce back. I don't think it's the 
first time he's played in rainy conditions as a 49er, and it hasn't really been that I can remember a uh, standout issue. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that uh, I think this game is just kind of a – it was a bad one for the 49ers in, in the sense that I think they weren't 100% ready to play, and Green Bay, super impressive. A way better team than people give them credit for, I think. So, or I have been giving them credit for. I think they probably get started to get that credit um, after they knocked off the Cowboys. But um, yeah, I think that I think they're just a really good team. They Jordan Love obviously made a bad decision at the end there, but um, yeah, I think they're just a super competitive team. And I think a team in the in the NFL where uh, games are super close and super tight, two good teams. Uh, the 49ers, they're rusty and they lost Debo. I think that's what made it close. So, yeah, that's that's my thoughts on that one. Next game, we got uh, Tampa Bay versus Detroit. This one, obviously, really awesome to see, unless you're a Buccaneers fan, just really awesome to see Detroit take it home, 31-23. to 23. For me, I just was – my biggest thing that I thought about this game was, honestly, it was, like, emotional – um, I'm not a Detroit fan at all. I mean, at all, other than the fact that I like underdogs and they've always sucked. Um, but yeah, it was just really cool to see Detroit get a get a chance to go to the conference championship. Um, just really awesome to see them win that game um, and look pretty good doing it. Really weird situation at the end uh, with the timeout not being called to give themselves like a another shot or at least make uh, Detroit kick a field goal. So that was really weird, but yeah, overall, I think that it was kind of the the Buccaneers. They they matched up well with the the Eagles, but they definitely weren't a team that was they weren't a top four best team in the NFC. They weren't going to make it to the conference. Uh, they were going to make it to the conference championship. Um, yeah, so I I just think yeah, they met the end of their line. Impressive for the Bucks. Detroit handled a team that was uh, playing really well, was really hot, but was not as talented as them. So. Uh, yeah, good for Detroit doesn't change a whole lot for me. Um, in my opinion of Detroit, and just kind of impressive and good overall season for the Bucks. But what do you think, Gabby? Yeah, I think the Bucks they played above their skis this year, and I think Baker played pretty well in this game outside of that final throw. Um, they were able to move the ball on the Lions pretty well, but. The Bucks defense, at least I thought that was going to be able to blitz Jared Goff and get to him several times. Only got to him a handful of times and weren't able to cause a key turnover. So I think that's what the game really came down to. Also, Ben Johnson um, was able to lock in and remember what team he was coaching for at halftime. I thought that was pretty good. <laughs> Coming out and scoring in three straight drives. So definitely helps your offense out. Um, so overall, I think the Lions, it's a pretty good team, but I think they have a a decent shot in the next coming matchup, but um, Jared Goff just has to keep playing clean football like he did um, this week. But versus his Niners defense, um, we'll see. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next game we got, we got Kansas City, who uh, came into Buffalo, took care of business on the road. First time Patrick Mahomes has played in a road playoff game, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, 27-24 Chiefs. Um, Gabby, what are your thoughts? I think this is the end of the road for Sean McDermott. 
when you're a defensive coach and you're not able to stop the team that you're built to stop, there needs to be major structural changes at the top. It either needs to be McDermott, Brandon Bean. You can't run it back with the same team. I think you, you're deflated at this point. Um, and you saw it. I mean, they were pushing at times. It didn't feel like they were they needed to push. Going for it on fourth down, you liked it at the time. But when you give it to DeMar Hamlin, like, he's a safety. Did you do that for clout or did you do that because you, you felt like – the play was good. And then also Josh Allen pressing there on the third, on the second now when he could have just dumped it off to Stephon Diggs and was out of my mind, not knowing down in distance. So, I mean, it's a structural thing with the Bills. I think they, something needs to change there. They need some, it needs to put some sort of like guardrails or like infrastructure in that facility. Yeah, I don't think McDermott is a guy. But from a game perspective, I don't think Josh Allen played a – I think he played a good game, like an okay game. I don't think he played – he didn't play the best quarterback game in that game, so it couldn't be that good. He did – I don't think he even played the top, like, four quarterback game. So, of the weekend, all things considered. So, he was okay. The running game was what really was able to push him, and he was just game managing, so – um, it'll be interesting to see what this defense does moving forward. But on the Kansas City side, Mahomes is the greatest quarterback of all time. And his defense looks like uh, he's not going to be able to stop the run, though. So Ravens versus Chiefs might be one of the better, or if not the best AFC championship game in a while, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, well, there have actually been some pretty good ones lately. So that's a, it's a pretty um, high praise there. But that'd be awesome if it was. I can definitely see it being that. But yeah, we had, I mean, was it Chiefs Bengals last year? It was pretty nice. Uh, so, yeah. Um, anyways, uh, my thoughts on the game. I kind of agree there needs to be a change. And Buffalo, based off the repeated losses to the Chiefs, but I don't think it's for the same reason as uh, as Gabby does. I, I kind of think of it more of a – I just don't think they're going to be good enough with the – I don't think their philosophy is good enough to beat the Chiefs. I think they need to recognize that. Personally, I think they should invest more in making their offense a juggernaut because, I mean, it's a hugely tall order to make a defense that's good enough to start stop Patrick Mahomes. Um and so, I mean, they, they, they'd have to stay perfectly healthy this year. They didn't get it done, but they honestly, they were impressive because it is in the bills because they, uh, they, they had a ton of people injured and they still had a really good chance to beat the chiefs. Um, and if that field goal from Tyler Bass at the end goes in, who knows what happens? Maybe the chiefs get a field goal, but maybe it goes to overtime. Maybe the bills get another turnover. Who knows? Um, but yeah, I, I, the bills had a chance. And uh, they they definitely didn't have as good a defensive pieces as they've had in previous years, and um, yeah, so I, I think it's just it's just almost an impossible task to try to build a defense good enough to stop Patrick Mahomes. So just tr- I think they should just trust McDermott's team like defensive coaching and team building ability, 
and let him go, let him work with the the defense and make the. He's proven that he can make them a good a good defense, even when they're missing a bunch of stars like they had in this year. Um, and then just go invest in the offense. They need another piece. They, I mean, obviously they got some good young players and James Cook and Dalton Kincaid, but they're they're not they're not on the level yet. They're not they're not Patrick. Uh, they're not uh, Pacheco, and they're not Kelsey. Uh, in my opinion, um, they're not gonna. They're not as good good as the Chiefs on offense, and the defense of the Chiefs was better. Um, yeah, so it's just they just need to do something to change their philosophy, just because of the repeated losses. But I, I think that they they have a chance to still continue to be a really good team with uh with McDermott at the helm, and they just need to change something to just give themselves a little bit of a boost mentally, like you said, Gabby. So. Yeah, that's that's not really as much about the game or about the Bills, but um, you get it. That's really what the takeaway was from the game. It was really close, good game. Just yeah, Bills just can't get it done against the Chiefs in the playoffs. Just can't do it. Yeah. Any other uh, thoughts on uh, any of those games, Gabby? Before we move on to uh, talking about the ones this week. No, I think we covered them. All righty. Well, let's jump right into it. We got our first one, both on Sunday this week. So, um, first one is at noon if you're on the West Coast. It's the Kansas City Chiefs coming into Baltimore uh, as three-and-a-half-point underdogs. Um, so, even bigger dogs than against the Bills. Um, an over-under of 44-and-a-half. Uh, Gabby, what are your thoughts here? Uh, I'm going to have to go with the Chiefs, not the Chiefs, sorry, the Ravens, at minus three and a half. They are the best team in football, and I think this is going to be, at the MT Bank, is going to be one of the louder stadiums yet again, like they showed on last Sunday, or Saturday. Lamar Jackson, I think, is going to be able to run it against this uh, Chiefs team, and I think, like the Bills did, and I think he's going to be able to pass the ball as well. So, I like the Ravens here, and I think the defense is actually going to be able to hold Mahomes to a couple turnovers, not just one, So and stop them a couple times. So I like the Ravens here in this spot. Might Give me the minus three and a half at home with the weapons, and I like Mark Andrews coming back in this spot. I'm not going to force him, but him even coming out here as a decoy is going to be a big-time um, advantage here for the Ravens. And uh, if you were going to take an over-under on 44 and a half, what would you take, just for funsies? I take the over. Takes the over. Yeah, for me, I totally agree with you on taking Baltimore here minus three and a half. This is Baltimore's year, I think. This is Lamar's year. Um, and, I mean, the Chiefs are good, but the spread's not huge. And in that type of spread, I just got to go with the team that I think definitely wins here. I think Baltimore has a chance to get it done by a touchdown or, or more, so – don't hate teasing that a little bit as well, teasing that up a little bit. But, um, yeah, it could be a really close game. I think it'll be a good game for sure. Obviously, the Chiefs are not going to be pushed over um, and just run over. So, uh, yeah, definitely love Baltimore here. I uh, think this is them getting it done um, against the Chiefs. And I actually think that this game stays relatively low scoring. I think that both teams are really happy playing defense and kind of just running the ball. Um and so I think that's what they're going to do, and I don't think it's going to get out of hand scoring-wise. So for me, I think it's going to be right around this 44.5 total, but I think I'm going to go under um, on that one. But 
Uh, yeah, definitely. We that's exciting because we have our first agreement in a while. Because last week we had only disagreements, so that's exciting for me because you've been on a hot streak. So finally, maybe <laughs> I'm seeing the light here. But yeah. Anyways, next game we got three thirty p.m. on the West Coast. We got Detroit coming into San Francisco. Detroit, they're seven point underdogs. The over under is fifty one points. Uh, this one. I'm again on the favorite, which makes me nervous. San Francisco minus seven. I think this is a a well-set line in that I think this is a tough decision. I think San Francisco gets it done, and I think they get it done potentially handily, though. I think Detroit, maybe people are a little bit overly hyped about their win against Tampa Bay, which, as like I said earlier, really, really impressed by their season. We were saying on this pod, I think the whole year, that they were a way better team than people were giving them credit for. But still impressive that they went to the divisional round, like super impressive. Um, and to lose there, that's still a good season for them overall and to kind of identify Baker as their quarterback. But Detroit beating them, I mean, that's not that big of a surprise. They, like I said, it was an overachievement to be in the divisional round. Detroit, they kind of, I mean, you could say they're kind of overachieving as well, but I think that's kind of just they what they were kind of expected to make the playoffs and to kind of be in the mix a little bit. And um, so I kind of think they just met expectations by beating Tampa Bay, a team that didn't really deserve to be there uh, looking at the whole season. And so not super impressed by, by that personally, I think public might be a little boosted on Detroit, but um, San Francisco, they might be, they, I think they're maybe a little bit brought down by their game because they played a tough game against green Bay. But like I said earlier, I think they were rusty. Um, And so I think for all those reasons, I think this line is a little bit more condensed than it actually should be. I think San Francisco has a pretty good chance of winning this game by around 10. So I'm going to take San Francisco here. I think they win handily, but um, it could be with they're going to be two pretty high scoring offenses. And if San Francisco's defense doesn't pick it up and doesn't whip themselves into shape, um, and and if San Francisco's offense isn't able to produce kind of like we saw last week, which again, don't think will happen, but, it could, uh, then the, that'll be that'll be a really tight line. But uh, I think San Francisco gets it done. I think they get it done fairly handily. Uh, so give me San Francisco. And I think this game is a shootout, and San Francisco just pulls ahead. So give me the over as well. Uh, but what do you think, Abby? Yeah, with me, I got to agree. I'm trying to find reasons to be with you on the Lions, but – you just look. Actually, I'm looking at the data. Sorry. It's all good. I will say while you're kind of thinking and formulating your thought there, mm-hmm. uh, you, you take San Francisco here and you get a happiness hedge built in. Because if we see the Detroit Lions win that game, that's exciting. That's just happy for everyone. And then if they don't and they get crushed, you got San Francisco and you're happy. Which I think will happen. I'm not crushed, but you get what I'm saying. But okay, say what you're gonna say. I think I'm gonna go with the Lions here, and that's just because if it's rainy or if it's wet outside, that's gonna be a problem for Brock Purdy. I I don't think it's the hands. I think it's just the weather is an issue. The last game he had poor weather. It was the Browns game where he looked bad as well. So if that happens again in San Francisco, there are gonna be problems. 
And with Detroit, I think they're going to be able to run the ball and do some things uh, um, well. I think Jared Goff, he also has um, small hand syndrome. But <laughs> I like what the Lions are going to be able to do um, from an offensive perspective. And I don't think the Niners' defense is as good as as we thought throughout the regular season. I was leaning towards Niners, but then I remembered the Packers game I watched, and Jordan Love and that team was were moving the ball with ease. The Packers should be in the conference championship game. It just came down to some silly play calls and the fact that Brock Purdy did ball out in that final drive, which makes him, like, that was impressive. But all things considered, the Packers played better. So I, I like to think the Lions are going to be able to do the same thing out here and just um so I, I like the plus seven. I'm willing to sprinkle a little on the money line, but I think overall it's gonna be a plus seven. I think it's gonna be a close game. Um I think it's gonna be a really, really close game. But so I, I don't think I think plus seven I'm gonna take that with the lines. Yeah, don't blame you for that, but I will say um I don't think that the weather is going to be an issue for Brock Purdy any more than it would be for Jared Goff this game but um and Jared Goff he's on the road he hasn't played as well on the road in in uh as far as passing in the in this season so um that's the other thing there but um yeah and lastly um uh, now I'm forgetting what that what I was going to say there but yeah shucks uh did you say if you wanted it at the over or under I was going to hit the it's 51 points 50 okay under 51 uh i do remember what i was going to say um i think that green bay you you made a point about green bay they made some mistakes that they should have maybe won the game i i also think that san francisco had mistakes like that and they had more of a reason to do it after coming off the bye in my opinion like there were some pretty silly drops there's one that i just can remember so vividly from george kittle uh that would have been an easy first down that he didn't get and and just they had that happen multiple times. Um, so I, I, I think they get some of that cleaned up. And I think if they make some of those plays, um, which, I mean, of course, it's on the team for not making them. But I think if they make some of those plays. The game maybe looks a little different than it did. Um, and when it matters in the clutch, they got it done. But, yeah. Uh, any other thoughts on uh, that game or or the, the other game, with Kansas City and Baltimore, Gabby? No. All right. Well, um, as far as favorite bets for this week, uh, for me, um, I I just really love Baltimore. I think they're gonna, I think they're gonna cover their three, three and a half. So, um, yeah, I actually really, uh, yeah, I like both both of those spreads a lot. Makes me nervous that I'm taking both favorites, but I just think this is Baltimore's year. Um, I feel really, really confident about them getting the win. Um, and then it's just gonna kind of be a are they close enough? Are they going to win by enough to cover? And I think they get it done. But Gabby, do you have any favorite bets based on the the spread, the the over under, or any of the any of the other bets that could be made on this on these games this week? Uh, yeah, my favorite bet this week is going to be um the Ravens minus three and a half. I'm going to tease that up to six and a half. Hell yeah. And as well, I'm putting Lamar. Anytime touchdown at plus money, I'm taking that. I, I like his chances at running the win this week. I'm off a QB draw or even a long one. This Chiefs defense has holes so, in the run game. So 
I like that. I like those two bets in particular. Hell yeah. I like that. Um, all right. Well, thanks to everyone for listening. It's a little bit uh, more of an expedited pod this week, but we're running out of games. Uh, so yeah, we may or may not join you next week. I think likely probably the following week, but, uh, yeah, check your feed. If you're interested, we, who knows, uh, we'll see how it goes, but, um, yeah, best of luck this week. And we'll definitely at least be back for a Super Bowl preview, uh, before that happens. So yeah, thank you for listening and, uh, we'll catch you next time. Thank you.